Welcome to Nika in the Know, a podcast for healthcare providers in the HIV field. I'm Mariana Braitman. COVID-19 has been a topic on everyone's minds now for well over a year, but this deadly virus hasn't affected everyone equally. Black and brown communities have had different experiences battling this illness, and in order to help them, healthcare providers need to know how to address some of the issues that folks in these communities have been facing. Here to talk more about this are two members of NICA AATC, Gracine Lewis, the Special Projects Manager, and Nadina Tian, the Training Coordinator. Thank you so much to both of you for joining us today. Happy to be here. Thanks, Mariana. So recently you conducted a virtual webinar session for healthcare providers on the effects of COVID-19 on black and brown communities. Nadine, can you talk to me a little bit about how the idea for this came about? So I was creating a resource list for a project for some of our grants and it was based on this population, how you know the impact of COVID was on populations of color. So after I compiled all the articles, I was like, you know, this would make a great training series um, due to all the various topics that were covered. So I was also participating in different webinars outside of work, and it was within the same type of category of health disparities of people of color associated with the pandemic. But most of the webinars that I attended didn't really address mental health. They would just mention it, you know, depression, you know, just slightly they didn't really go into depth with this. So I saw opportunity for us to address all of these issues. And um, I just felt like for our sites that have these populations, the, the patients and the clients of color, that it was just a natural progression into the series. Yeah, definitely. Um, Gracine, can you speak a little bit about the MAI project, you know, tell folks what it is and how this series ties into its objectives or goals? Sure. Um, so as the special projects manager, I'm charged with uh, managing the MAI program. Uh, and the MAI, MAI stands for the Minority AIDS Initiative. And the primary, primary goal of this initiative is to, prove, to improve HIV-related health outcomes and reduce HIV-related disparities for racial and ethnic minority groups. Um, it's distributed through the Part F of the Ryan White Grant um, and has been offered since, the, I believe, the Clinton administration back in 1998. Um, so this webinar series falls right in line with our MAI goals by focusing on communities of color. Nadine, can you talk a little bit about the rates of COVID-19 infections in black and brown communities in the United States? You know, how do they compare to other communities? So at the time that I was compiling the information, African-American and the Hispanic populations were leading. That's way in the beginning last year. But as of last month on um, April 23rd, the CDC reported the racial differences of COVID cases, hospitalizations and death between populations of color against the white population. So Hispanics have twice as many COVID cases than their white counter, uh, counterparts. Um, the American Indian and Alaska natives are three and a half times more likely to be hospitalized with African-Americans coming in second at a ratio of 2.8. 
the ratio of COVID deaths is almost tied between the American Indians and um, at 2.4 and the Hispanic at 2.3. So last month, our guest speaker, Dr. Millicent Freeman, actually addressed these populations, the Indian and Alaska Native. And she mentioned that at one time, the Navajo tribe had the third highest rate of COVID in the country after New York and New Jersey. So it's no surprise that the population is currently, you know, with high rates for the um, hospitalizations and deaths. Gracie, you've been hosting monthly COVID-related webinars prior to this specific series as well. Have you noticed, you know, any common themes throughout all of the discussions? Right. So when the pandemic hit in early 2020, um, the NICA ATC jumped into gear to address the implications of COVID, um, the implications COVID had on patients and providers alike. Um, and our trainings focused on testing, treatment, telehealth, and a number of behavioral health issues related to COVID and quarantining. Um, but there was no specific focus on communities of color. Um, and so some of those trainings that we were doing previous to this series included um, HIV and COVID-19, practical considerations for outpatient clinics. Um, there was another on COVID-19 dealing with loneliness and grief. We had one on telehealth billing and coding, uh, which focused on best practices for reimbursement. Um, and then we had another on COVID-19 and behavioral health, um, which focused on interventions that, does, that don't require behavioral health training. Um, so that was more for um, non-clinical professionals um, on ways to identify, you know, where they can step in and provide services. Um, and all of these trainings are recorded and saved on our website in the NICA AETC um, on-demand on section. Nadine, what are the topics of the training series? Um, and are there any that you feel is of special importance to healthcare providers? So the webinar series is scheduled to take place over the next 12 months. Last month, we had our first session that was the overall impact of COVID on black and brown populations. And then just last week, we had historical and racial trauma how the history of medical distress from Black communities is affecting the COVID-19 vaccine decision. So I'm about to give you a nice long list of all the other um, topics we'll be covering. Resilience from communities of color, surviving the pandemic as a person with HIV. When quarantine is not safe, intimate partner violence. Struggling with loss, discussion of depression and grief. Why am I still here? PTSD and suicide prevention. The psychological implications of the pandemic on people of color with HIV, being triply diagnosed while Black during the pandemic, the state of mental health for people with HIV of color in the LGBTQ plus uh, community, and substance use and mortality, how the pandemic is affecting communities of color. So in my opinion, the topics that should not be missed, unfortunately, was last week's medical distress and vaccine decision the psychological implications and the state of mental health for the LGBTQ population. So I feel that these three topics would assist the providers in really understanding what's going on with their patients in regard to when they decide not to comply with behaviors and stuff like that. Uh, I know you mentioned that one of those trainings has already passed, but can you tell folks uh, when the psychological implications and state of mental health webinars are scheduled for? 
Uh, they're usually scheduled for the third Wednesday of each month. So um, I will have to get back to you with a specific date, but we send out notifications and, and the flyers every time that we're trying to um, just get some promotion. And usually anybody who registered for one of the trainings, they'll get a notification about the one that's you know about to occur the next month. Great. So Gracine, while conducting the prior COVID webinars, how often did you notice populations of color mentioned during the presentations? Uh, yeah, so as I've stated, um, during the previous webinars, there were no particular focus on populations of color. Um, the topics were broader in content. Um, so when Nadine mentioned developing this training series, you know, that was specific to how COVID has impacted minority communities, my antennas went up and, you know, I was eager to collaborate with her. Um, so this was perfect for our webinar series. Nadine, you mentioned that the first session of the series occurred last month. Um, how was the registration rate? You know, did, were people excited about this? Yes, when Gracine sent out the initial announcement for last uh, month, it was three weeks before the event. And within the first hour, we got like 39 people registered. So by the time um, we had the actual event, it was about 117 in total. Um, the final count just for last week's session on medical distress was 181 registrants. So to me, this is an indication that we're filling a void by offering the series. And it seems as though the providers need to know and understand their own po patient population. Um, if I might add, um, I did a, a double check um, and the last count was actually 198. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and Gracine, you know, what do you think about what Nadine said? you know, about providers needing to have a better understanding maybe of, you know, what's really going on. Right. Um, I absolutely agree with Nadine. Um, the registration numbers were a clear indication that our trainees are interested in learning more about how COVID has affected people of color. Um, I've seen the number of webinar registrants decline in recent months. Um, and as many of our trainees have returned to work, uh, you know, they continue to dwindle down. However, we receive multiple emails requesting access to the recordings, hence why we record them and um, save them on our website. Um, so although many are unable to attend live events, um, they're still able to access the information via the archive videos in the on-demand section of the Nika ATC website. Nadine, is there anything unique about this series, you know, besides the subject? Yes, I'm glad that you asked. All the speakers are professionals of color. So they're professors, researchers, and we have a physician that spoke about the medical perspective of the distressed. So um, all of the speakers also have conducted trainings for the AETC in the past in mental and behavioral health. So being part of the, the population that we're presenting on, it provides a different angle because their experiences might be different from the colleagues of other races. So they may be able to relate to the population's viewpoint or have experienced more disclosure because the, the patients feel more comfortable with them. So the speakers reflect the, the series target population of African-American and Black. We have Hispanic, East Indian, and then speakers that identify with the LGBTQ population. 
So for some providers, it's important for them to receive information from providers or, or speakers that look like them and look like their patients as well. Definitely. Um, Gracine, what do you think health healthcare providers need to know to more effectively help these groups navigate the pandemic? That's a really good question, Mariana. Um, I believe that all healthcare providers need to be aware of the implications that COVID has had on people of color um, in order to provide the appropriate level of care. Um, as Nadine has shared, Black and Brown communities have been disproportionately affected with African-Americans, Hispanics, and Native American communities among those with the highest rates of infection. Um, in order to provide the best level of care, healthcare providers must understand the social determinants of health that have influenced the rate of infection within these populations. Um, and so this webinar series addresses some of those issues that has contributed to the rate of infection. Um, for example, coping skills, physical environment, and addiction. Um, so I believe that, um, you know, everything they need to know will be packed into these webinars and they should really, you know, attend for more information. Nadine, as we start to wrap up our conversation, which has been extremely informative in my opinion. Um, what do you think is the most important takeaway from this webinar series? I think that the providers being able to understand that the state of the patient's mental health is driving their priorities at the moment. So before it used to be the socioeconomic factors that you know influence whether or not they're adhering to medication and directives, but a patient may have to deal with excessive grief of losing multiple loved ones in a short period of time. They might be dealing with survivor's guilt. Before it was just HIV. Now on top of that, they probably battle with COVID and they won and they're still wondering why are they still here? Um, and just the fear of acquiring COVID on top of their HIV diagnosis and what the complications might be. So all of these issues need to be taken into account. In last week's session, Dr. Prantik Saha and Dadi Dodell they added a video clip of motivational interviewing and they displayed how providers could extract more information from their patients to learn more about the patient's thought process and their decision-making in regards to their own health. So the only way for providers to have knowledge of the mental health challenges of their patients is to just discuss it initially during engagement. Thank you both so much for joining us today and talking about how COVID-19 has been affecting black and brown communities and most importantly, what healthcare providers need to know to help folks in these communities more effectively. We really hope you learned something new today. To learn more about Nika AATC's work and our role in ending the HIV epidemic, visit us at www.nikaatc.org. That's www.nekaatc.org. If you have questions or comments about anything we covered today, or if you have suggestions for topics you'd like to hear us talk about, don't hesitate to email us at podcast at nikaatc.org. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at nikaatc.org. Stay safe, and we'll see you on Thursday for our next episode of Nika in the Know.
This presentation is supported by the Health Resources and Services Administration, HRSA, of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS. The contents are those of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views of, nor an endorsement by HRSA, HHS, or the U.S. government.